Welcome to the Risk and Repeat podcast, episode four. I'm Rob Wright, site editor of searchsecurity.com, and I'm here with Peter Lotion, my co-site editor of searchsecurity.com. Peter, welcome. Hi, Rob. Great to be here. It's good to be here, too. Peter, I'm just going to warn you, we're talking about a very sensitive subject this week. I am teetering on the edge. You know how I feel about ransomware. We touched on it in the first or second episode, I believe. Doesn't matter. We're going to be touching on it a lot. I have a, a, a feeling as we as we go along, this issue has uh, has got me very concerned. And the news recently uh, that's come out about Zcryptor has me even more concerned. Which I didn't need to. I di- I don't need to be at DefCon one, but I feel like I'm like I'm definitely at like a DefCon two probably. DefCon goes five to one, right? I, I think it's this. the other way. I, no, I thought DefCon one was was. Okay. Are you sure? Check that while I while I do. I'll a summary. check it while you do the summary. Not too long ago, there was a Microsoft issued an alert for what they called Zcryptor. It's a ransomware variant that they said exhibits quote unquote worm like behavior. So it's basically a worm. It's not just a piece of malware that you load onto someone's machine and it and it gets hooked into that machine and it just stays there. This type of ransomware Zcryptor can self-replicate. It's bad news. It's like a worm. It is a worm. I don't even know why I'm saying it's like a worm. It's it's a ransomware worm. And this is bad news. It's not entirely unexpected. Our senior reporter, Mike Heller, did a story about what's been going on with, with this particular piece of of ransomware and it's 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 frightening but I mean the experts that he talked to were, were they they pointed out that hey this was sort of expected malware is becoming more sophisticated more dangerous it's being designed to infect more more targets not just a one-to-one sort of uh, ratio where you click on an email a phishing email and it gets loaded on your machine and boom and we touched on this not too long ago in a podcast. I wrote a story about a, an interview I had with uh, someone from RSA, Rashmi Knowles, who talked about how in her region, the EMEA region, she was seeing a lot of ransomware attacks on the cloud. And the reason being was it was not just to infect one person, but to get into that cloud service and infect many different accounts or users with one piece of ransomware. This sort of follows along the same type of, of technique, albeit different, completely different malware. It's designed to get into a system, into a network on one person's computer, get into the network, and then move its way to other people. I am, I'm freaking out. Well, I, th- I want to say that it, that it spreads through uh, remo- removable media. Yes. Is that that's correct? Okay. Yeah. Well, I think that was the initial sort of vector, and then once it gets on on that removable media, it can replicate and go. Yeah. To other devices. Yeah. 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 So I, it, it's all everything these days is on computers, and even the malware now is on computers, and they're automating. They're using. They're not just doing it by hand. They're sure. Doing it. You know, they want to get it out there fast. And a lot of places, so uh, so automation through worm, wormifying their malware. Wormifying—that's a great word. I mean, <laughs> like I needed to be any more freaked out. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean the 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 wormification of our <laughs> our IT systems. I mean, basically, this the Zcryptor is it can place auto run files on removable storage devices, and we know from all the stories and all the research and all the surveys about removable storage devices how many unsuspecting people will just take a USB device and just plug it into their system to see what's on it or how we trade USB devices. I mean, we don't. We, you and I don't. Right. Like if you, if you reached over the cubicle wall and you were like, hey, Rob, here's a USB thumb drive. Check out, you know, X. Check out whatever. You, you could tell me, you could tell me like, oh, oh, this is a great, you know, Star Trek documentary that you've never seen before, never been released. And I, I, it's only on this thumb drive. And I want you to watch it. You will be in Star Trek Nirvana. I would, I would take that thumb drive, I'd put it on my desk, and I would hammer it into smithereens. <laughs> as much as I like you and trust you. But you know how paranoid I am. I'm so freaked out about taking a thumb drive or any type of rem- you know removable storage media and getting it anywhere near any of my systems, including my work system, which, you know, it's my work system. Somebody else will fix that. Someone else will fix that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, it doesn't even have to be something as compelling as a new Star Wars or Star Trek or, you know, one of those things. Those are compelling. They are compelling, yes. but, but we've seen over the last you know, six to 12 months, we've seen reports of, of studies where people just spread these USB drives yes. all over the place and random people will just pick them up and put them randomly into their computers without a, a thought. Yep. Um, so it is true. It is a vector. I did want to mention to you, uh, DEFCON 1 is nuclear war is imminent, by the way, just so that we so clear I was that right. one up. So uh, it goes from five to one. Five, five, five is the DEFCON 5 is uh, lowest state of readiness. This is all according to Wikipedia, right. by the way. So I said it goes from 5, five to 1. 1 being one, 1 is bad. Yes. That's where I was at. Okay. Because I said I said ah. like I'm at like a I thought you were 2 or 3. Uh, okay. And I was approaching a 1. You're okay. Yeah, 2 is next step to nuclear war. So That's But but let's let's get back to ransomware I mean, now. Yeah. <laughs> right. Let's let's get me to DEFCON 1, Peter. Um, let's let's move me in that direction. So the rare Microsoft ransomware worm, we talked about that. Yes. What else have we got? Well, so this is this is the interesting part about the in that advisory, Microsoft said, "Oh, good news." All right, I'm editorializing a little bit. It said <laughs> said good news. The 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 Zcryptor ransomware worm does not work on Windows 10. It works on every other version of Windows. So, it, but it doesn't work on Windows 10. And they have a little little section on prevention. To help stay protected from the Zcryptor in their advisory, keep your Windows operating system and antivirus up to date. Thanks. Upgrade to Windows 10. So that's, that's their fix. That's their fi- it's, it's upgrade to Windows 10. Okay. <laughs> well, let's. And did we not also report that a researcher claimed that the the Zcrypt okay. works? Okay. I was getting that. Okay. I was getting no, that. Sorry, I'm like sorry. a I'm like a DefCon one and a half. <laughs> like I, I'm I'm. You're get you're taking that step. This could be the big one. So 
so yes, yeah, so so in Mike's in Mike's story, which I, I encourage everybody to to read, uh, Michael Heller wrote about this the Zcryptor thing for search security. He spoke with a, a gentleman named Don Jackson, senior threat researcher at Dimbala, and Don told Mike that he found Zcryptor quote unquote functioned exactly the same disastrous way. Okay, that's disastrous. I didn't add that word in on the newest version of Windows in his tests. So Microsoft is saying it doesn't it, it doesn't work on Windows 10, but this security re researcher, Don Don Jackson from Dimbala is basically saying, well, it, I, I ran tests and it, and it functions exactly the same way. So there may be something preventing it from, from getting on your system, but it functions the same way. And he goes on to say, I wouldn't consider upgrading the Windows 10 to be a preventative measure at all. In this case, upgrading the Windows 10 doesn't offer any mitigation in terms of better detection or prevention. Microsoft appears to be saying that by adding it to the very to the very first bulleted item under the prevention section of their of their post, to me that's misleading. Misleading. Listen, okay. So, I think I'm the one. I think I'm the DEFCON one. So not only do we have we've got a bad we've got a bad ransomware worm, okay. And, and, and it's, so yeah, okay, it's storage d devices that it's, it's propagating on, removable storage. How long before that that, that changes and there's, there's new vectors that it's able to run, you know, do auto run on. I mean, and now we have, we have Microsoft saying, upgrade to Windows 10 and that'll, that'll solve all your problems. Wow. But how different is that from a, a mouthwash company saying, Switch to our brand, and it'll solve all your problems. It's, it's business. It, but you're now you're comparing like the most successful, storied, software company, one of the the most successful, technology companies, the world has ever known, one to yes yep. to a mouthwash company. And I, I you're you're right. It's it's no different than that. But to me, like if that's the best that we can do. I'm okay with Microsoft saying, hey, it doesn't work on Windows 10. But to say that you should, like, the fix is upgrading to Windows 10. No one, no corporate client that runs Windows machines is going to sit there and say, I already have Windows 7 Enterprise or Ultimate or whatever. You know what? There's ransomware out there. We got to upgrade to Windows 10. I mean, they're already forcing up Windows 10 upgrades on, on the poor serfs. The consumers, you know, uh, I'm one of them. You know, I got hit, and I'm going to talk about that a little bit later as as I go DEFCON zero. So, so, so they know that like the, the enterprises are not going to sit there and say like no CIO is going to say oh it's time to upgrade to do you know let's 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 change our software assurance licensing agreement let's upgrade all to, to Windows 10 for all these enterprise systems based on uh, the ransomware. That's not going to happen. So you're leaving these people that that aren't going to upgrade to Windows 10. Those people are still exposed, and I, it, it just, this just drives me crazy. Like I, I don't like I want to start. I, I I feel like I'm going to start doing Joker laugh over here. I, this is so <laughs> absurd to me. Um, well, let me let me just we we do call this the risk and repeat yes podcast. We do, and I I will point out an inconsistency on your part. There, the, this won't be the. <laughs> this won't be the last. 
So one of the best practices for security is to mm -hmm. maintain software. Sure. Maintain software, meaning update to the latest version yes. so that you get all the security updates. I know everybody loves Windows 7, or everybody who loves Windows 7 and doesn't want to go to Windows 10, they love Windows 7, they want to stay there. But yep. Windows 10 is not bad. No, I know. You have told me that. And we've heard multiple times that the only way to get rid of the vulnerabilities that are lurking from these old, old pieces of software is to replace them. <laughs> Internet Explorer. What? Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I, I know, and, and that, that may be a little in, inconsistent on my part. I, I will grant you that. But on, at the same time, a company like Microsoft has to understand that this isn't an application we're talking about. We're talking about an OS, and there's, there's considerable more effort and, and sort of complications that go in with upgrading to a new OS, especially for enterprise clients. So I just don't think it's realistic for that to be like their top item on mitigation. Well, it, it, it's mitigation, prevention, whatever you want to call it. And it just, it, it, I'm not saying they did this, like they, they put this out to encourage people, because I, th I don't think they're dumb. I think they know that people, like I said, people aren't going to sit there at, at the enterprise level, like our IT department is not going to say, oh, yeah, well, the, the, we got to protect against Zcrypt or we got we to gotta upgrade to Windows 10. That's, that's not going to happen. I don't think they expect it to happen. But at the same time, that this makes it look like they want it to happen to me like that the, like that they're almost trying to it, it just it's not a good look it's well, not a good look okay one thing i, I know i'm arguing semantics but yeah. i think that that's a big part of why this is bugging me so much well it's you you found something that's really bad and i and i want i want sort of appropriate steps to be to be taken and to be to be suggested for something like this. And it, I know I'm nitpicking, but listen, that's what yeah. I do. Yeah, nit, nit, somebody's got to do it. Yeah. The thing, about, the, thing, the thing about Microsoft is they tend to be very concerned with accuracy, sure. I found. Yes. In fact, the best way to get Microsoft to contact me is to write something that they think is a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's <laughs> good to know. Oh, yeah. Well, but... The, the point is that they, I'm going to say, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and, su and suggest that they probably assume or maybe somebody thought or maybe even somebody tried it in a certain way and they found that it was able to, it did do something better than what might have happened under Windows 7 or, sure. or other versions. They've, they want to get Windows 10 out. Obviously, there's, there's good reason for that. Um, it makes it, it it improves things, and they haven't. Right. It's not like they've they've surprised anybody. They, when they roll out a new operating system, don't they generally also roll out the date that it's going to go? Yeah, obsolete. So I mean, no, they they've been very clear on that. Yeah, uh, unlike so, uh, other companies, <coughs> Apple. <laughs> what was that? Apple. Quick time for yeah, Windows. Oh, yes, I don't, yes, I don't yes, know. yes. Some, something. Yes. Okay, Apple uh, quick time for Windows. We we know about that one, but the the point is that. They, w they want to roll out the new product. If they have an opportunity to promote it, well, why not? I'll give them that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna check back and make and see if they roll back that warrant uh, that that advisory in in their post on that. Yeah. About whether or not Windows 10 will will prevent 
this particular worm. But I think that running Windows 10, I feel safer when I'm running Windows 10 than when I run Windows 7. Yeah, I think that's fair. That, that, that's fair. Let's get back to the um, just a couple more points on, on ransomware before we wrap up this week and try to get back to DEFCON 5. So in addition to some of the stuff that's gone on with Zcryptor and the ransomware worm and the Windows 10 stuff, there is uh, a couple of, of interesting reports from uh, Flashpoint security researchers. They uh, did a couple of deep dives on, on ransomware. And I thought these were really interesting because, you know, I've kind of talked a lot about ransomware as being sort of an, an Eastern European sort of cybercrime thing. And that I don't know that, that, that there's, you know, overwhelming proof that that's, that's the case and that's where all the ransomware is coming from. I'm sure it's, it's probably pretty broad. But a couple of these reports went into just sort of the inner workings of what's going on with, with some of the, the ransomware operations. And, and one of the things that I thought was, was interesting was they talk a lot about, they talk a lot about sort of the ethics of, of ransomware. And you know me, like what did I say the last time we talked about, you know, we talked about the Tesla crypt thing and oh, maybe the Tesla crypt guys, as they were shutting down this ransomware variant, Maybe they just had a crisis of confidence or co of conscience and said, we feel bad for the people that we ripped off and we're going to release the key. Like, that's going to do any good. I thought it was a bunch of BS, right? So, but apparently this Flashpoint re report, they, they did, they went on some of these, these cybercrime sites and they, they took some comments from these uh, cybercriminals. I can call them that, right? Yeah, why not? They are in a cyber crime form, right? So I can call them cyber criminals. I don't sure. Even, it's not like they're going to sue me for libel. Uh, <laughs> well, truth is is a defense for libel. All right, Peter. Th that's you know technically you may be right about that. Uh, it's neither here nor there. Right. Uh, but so so they went on one marketplace called Alpha Bay that I, I think a lot of people probably know, but it's a it's a big. It's a big site for these types of uh, activities and these types of people. And there were just some interesting, I don't know, there was some interesting commentary from these guys on what they think ransomware is and how it should be used. And, and there were some people that felt like, I don't know, like attacking hospitals was not, was, was sort of crossing the line. And I was surprised by that. And I'm not sure I totally believe it, but you, Peter, you thought maybe there's something to this. Well, I mean, think about it. Not every criminal who commits crimes is going to do every crime, right? Am I right? I suppose. I have, I, I have a low opinion of people okay. in general, I guess. You, you know, you can, like everything, it's not black and white. As much sure. as we'd like it to be black and white. It's not. It, it would be easy, but, but it's not black and white. So there's a, there's a spectrum always. There's always these spectrums, and you've got criminals that are willing to say pick somebody's pocket but not punch them out and take their wallet or people that are willing to i don't know speed but they won't go more than 20 miles over the sure. speed limit so why not cyber criminals who are willing to run ransomware against uh, right you know individuals or enterprises but not against a hospital uh i want i mean are there any other lines that they won't cross a church i don't oh man that would be bad Right? 
that would be bad. But I mean, I, there's some logic to this, according to the, the Flashpoint report. And the first report was called uh, Hacking Healthcare. And there's a, there's a passage in here where they went on a site and, you know, according to the report, quote, one highly reputable member of a Russian cybercrime forum expressed his frustration, writing, from the bottom of my heart, I sincerely wish that the mothers of all ransomware distributors end up in the hospital and that the computer responsible for their resuscitation machine gets infected with it. Wow. That's, that's strong stuff. That's strong stuff. And then, you know, the, the report goes on to say the, act, uh, the forum members post received immediate support from other respected members. Quote, one said, quote, dirtbags, the move is completely unethical. Do not touch hospitals, exclamation point. So, yeah, I, I, I think they think of this as like, well, you know, we, we don't want to kill anybody with our ransomware. We don't want to inadvertently lead to anybody's death, but we'll use it to like take their life savings, which, you know, you can argue about how much uh, more ethical that is. But clearly, some of these guys do see a line. On the other hand, there's other people, you know, that the report cites other people who are they're they're, they're sort of they're peddling their their ransomware uh, to other folks and, and knowing that they're they're going to use it potentially to target hospitals. There's a there's one there's one guy that uh, you know the report points out that put his ransomware up for sale. Uh, hacker, he writes hacker holds uh, Hollywood Hospital to ransom for three point six million in Bitcoin in ransomware attack. What if you was that hacker? It's it's broken English, so I just want to let everybody know that wasn't that wasn't me. I'm sure they know that. I bet he was just six, uh, just a sixteen year old kid in the right place at the right time, just like you are now. This time I have reinvented the classic ransomware method. I call it Bitcoin blackmailer. Just like in my previous works, I hopefully dumbed down every nitty-gritty technical details to a clear, easy-to-follow, comprehensive, step-by-step guide. There's absolutely no risk or further investment needed. Furthermore, the only things you need are a computer and the ability to follow clear instructions. This is the best part. If you do that, you will never have to worry about your finances again. Now, that seems pretty appealing to, like, the the hacker on that forum said 16 year old kids that don't know any better and don't give a hoot about anybody else that's that's depressing that's what really scares me about ransomware is how easy it's become for you know a script kitty or somebody that doesn't really know any better is young and stupid and just wants to make some easy money to do something like this and then have it real like have real real world real world consequences that's it is it's but it remind you know what it reminds me of Shoot. more than anything multi-level marketing yeah and it, the structure in these reports they they report that a crime boss with i think they said 10 or 15 workers under him yep. or her could make about $7500 a month 90,000 a year the workers take in about $600 a month each for you know whatever whatever their their cut is off of right. off of the the ransoms that they generate but it clearly what it sh- what it says to me is that these cyber criminals are getting organized very organized they're getting real organized and they're the problem that they're encountering is getting their 
stuff out there. So ransomware worms are going to keep going. We're probably, I bet you, in the next year, we'll probably see a report of a machine learning attack. Oh, that's great. For ransomware. Yeah. Where instead of having to having these Russian crime bosses going out and soliciting and, and recruiting people to work for them, they're going to, they're not going to have to worry about that anymore. Yeah. They're just going to get some, some smart guy is going to run up some code. That's great. And it's going to, you know, they're going to take that document that the, that you were mentioning about the uh, instructions. They're going to take that, turn it into a program and all those low level crime guys are going to be out of work. And literally, it'll just be one guy pressing a button. Right. Exactly. Oh, and that's great. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Peter. <laughs> We're past DEFCON zero I, now. I guess minus one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I will say, you know, to close out the conversation as we wrap up here, that there, there, ransomware may not be all bad, in that there may be some positive effects from what's going on. And, and I think other folks have said this to me in conversations at RSA and following RSA and lately that it's raised awareness about security and the need to do proper backup and not phishing. clicking on stupid phishing emails. So read you a couple tweets here from InfoSec Taylor Swift on Twitter at Swift on Security. So she, she tweeted this the other day. I thought this was really, really great. Quote, ransomware is the best thing to happen to corporate security in my short career. Finally, a non-abstract threat with a villain. Awesome, exclamation point. She goes on to tweet. Recently, when I proposed a security change, I laid out in plain words how it prevents ransomware affections, and it gets approved. Bam. Another tweet. The business isn't scared of viruses. Contractor was so successfully targeted the public thinks it, 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 it was hype now. Ransomware, she says, is real, in all caps, real to people. And I think there's something to that. I, I, I do. I think that the threat of ransomware, the, the idea of having your data locked up and, you know, the hospital incident with Presbyterian Hospital in L.A. and some of the other things that have gone on with, with ransomware recently, it's something that people can really latch on to and they see it happening, and they know that their data is locked, and it's right there in that note. And the ransom, it's like, it's like, oh, my data's been kidnapped. It's tangible. They know Russian cybercrime gangs, not just Russian. A lot of cybercrime gangs are doing this. There's, there's sort of a, a, not a face to a name, or an, a, even a name even, but people recognize it. And it's, you know, maybe she's right. Maybe that is spurring more people to do something about security. So there may be a benefit long-term to this rash of ransomware attacks that we've seen. Who knows? Yeah, well. I, I'm trying to glean a positive. I'm trying to take a positive, something positive away from this. Yeah, well, that, that's, that's absolutely true. The, one, the more of this stuff that keeps happening that, that gets exposed and gets light shined on it, the more people are aware of it, the attackers are, are leveling up every day. They just, every time, they... Every time they get caught or, or, or deterred, they just find another way to do it. Right. Because they're going to make some money off of it. We, as the non-attackers, as the attacked, have to level up our games, too. So we got to get with it. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Well. And, and update all of our software, even the one that you like that you don't want to update. Like Windows 10. 
I wasn't. Uh, but I was no, thinking. I, I hear you. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe we will have uh, stories next week. We'll have some positive news about infosec companies and, and enterprises leveling up their game but i'm gonna say probably not so don't get your hopes up uh well it's more fun to talk about the it's more the, it's bad news i i don't know i'm i'm like i'm i'm, I'm in like defcon negative 20 now <laughs> but come on it's a little bit I, it's a little harsh uh <laughs> it's a little harsh but not that much but for tech targets search security sites i'm rob wright I'm Peter Lotion. And thanks for listening to Risk and Repeat this week. We will be back next week with more good, bad news. Sure. Bad, good news. Bad, good news. But news, uh, news nonetheless. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.